I'm Rich Ziotti. And I'm Paul Ford. And this is the Aboard Podcast. Hey, that's great. What's Aboard? Aboard is a software platform that lets you collect, organize, collaborate, and uh, work with others. Um, We've got a major exciting update coming soon. Coming soon. But honestly, even with the tool we got today, we're seeing a lot of wonderful engagement. Uh, It's very neat to see. Right now, it's a great tool for research and for saving links, managing data and information, images, all sorts of stuff. So go go check it out at aboard.com. We're the co-founders. It's our sponsor. Here we are. This podcast is not only, it's actually rarely about a board, it's sort of our sponsor, but we talk about tech, life, software, apocalypse, exactly. climate. So, so look, last <laughs> last week was, you know me, I'm both an incredible enthusiast. It's and kind a, of a bummer last and week, And a little dude. bit of a downer. That's, that's what we got. We know this. I'm, yeah. I'm good at seeing risk. Yeah. Anyway, I thought we could talk about something fun and exciting in the world of software. Oh, that sounds great. Well, there isn't any like actual objective news aside from AI. But I'll tell you what, since so we sold our company going on about two years ago now. Yeah, it's, it feels like yesterday. And when you sell a company, even if you have a new startup to fill up all of your available time, mm-hmm. you do have certain cycles that you need to do something with. Yes, this is a classic manager slash executive conundrum. And you know what I've noticed? Like I, I've known a lot of people who have sold their companies. Drones, drones are big. Hydrofoil, um, AI, and so I, so there's a part of me that's like, listen, I'm a middle-aged man. I really like a board. I like what we're building, but it needs to be healthy and sustainable. It needs to be a job. Like it needs to be. Yeah. So I need I need one more thing in my life. One of the gifts that software can give you is a sense of completion. Yeah. Around some skill or or. At least, Fixing the Wi-Fi. Executives love to fix the Wi-Fi. Oh, you ever noticed that? The, the stereo system? Well, you're into headphones. You've got it. Yeah. And, and look, I think I think part of it, but I'm also into things I have to work on. Like This, this is what like happened hydroponics. Like, so I bought a synth when we sold our company. And a nice one. Nothing banana cakes. Just a nice synth. And then you I- bought. Phil Collins synth. Not quite, but like a... I Peter Gabriel's synth. I bought a Prophet X, which is like a sampling powerful... It's like a good pro musician's tool. And okay. then I spent almost a full year completely intimidated by it because it is not for amateurs. Okay. It's like, you know, you got 50 little knobs and it's... You need to actually understand how synthesis works, how audio works and how yeah. envelopes work. And, yeah. and, so on. and so I got to know it. And then, you know, over the course of a year, really focusing for hours at a time, buying a few more pieces of equipment and so on, I started to figure it out. And then I realized I could go one of two ways or I could go both. One is like learn to solder and make my own synthesis equipment. Hardware. Hardware. So I did buy a like learn to solder kit and I've got that there for when I have some downtime. But what really started to speak to me was aspects of music production and also learning music theory. Like I started, I, I practice piano every day for about a half hour. You're a student. I do, I do scales for a half hour. I actually practice longer than that. But like the boring parts are really important. And so I'm, I'm focusing on the boring parts and getting better. And I'm learning to read music, you know, at a greater and greater speed and so on and so okay. forth. So that's been really fun. But I love software. I love software. You're not going to change that about me. You do. You you do love software. You love a particular kind of software. Well, we characterize that. I'm curious. Most software today is 
including our own, by the way, <laughs> is collaborative. Web-based. Web-based, chatty, yeah. social, constantly trying to reconnect you by showing you the thing you missed out on last time you were there a minute ago. I love much of that stuff, too. You do. I like my email client. I you like, do. I like organizing information. That's you part do. of me. But you do love the software equivalent of like the fully decked out workbench in the garage. I do. You know what? I, I never have like massive multiplayer games. I like first person shooters. Like I do. And I'll play that. I, I think you get to fiddle with the thing without yeah. anyone. Look, the killer feature of the software you gravitate to is that no one's going to show up and distract you. You're no, alone. No, that's right. It's my, it's my zone to figure it out. That's how I learned about software. So anyway, if you look out in the world, everything is about AI, et cetera, et cetera. And everything is like about web apps and Google and Facebook. Yeah. And meanwhile, there is, I wouldn't call it a renaissance, but actually wonderful things going on in the music technology space. Huh. Now, software. Yes. Some, music software. And you're talking about like Fruity Loops? That's like Sure, the that's a good example. I don't have that. But there is, so there's. It's been around 20 years. Everybody has to pick what's called a digital audio workstation. Let's just put that aside for a second. Okay. Digital audio workstation, there are big ones. There's Logic on the Mac. There's Pro Tools, Fruity Loops. The one I use is Ableton Live. I bought, I, it came free with a sound card 20 years ago and I've updated it ever since. Okay. So like, I know Ableton pretty well. I like it. I like, I'm noodling around. I'm not trying to be a musician. I just like to understand how it all works. Okay. Okay. So now there's this idea in the world of music of a plugin and a plugin started with a company Steinberg, but you can basically be like, hey, I want an instrument that sounds like that. Okay. And, what the plugin? So you get a plugin, and it's a plugin emphasize. It, it actually perfectly emulates an older synthesizer. So when you're in this world, they have a thing called gas gear acquisition syndrome. You just want to keep buying stuff. Normal for many hobbies. And plugins are wonderful because you can spend fifty bucks to get the twenty five hundred dollars synthesizer, and you'll find after dinking around with it for a couple hours, yeah, that the fever is passing. It's a tool. It sounds pretty good. The unboxing euphoria passes. It does. And then the craving for the $2,500 one goes away. Right. 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 And it's, I don't want a life filled with stuff. I, okay. I bought plenty of stuff. Sure. So here's what's going on. You've got, so this world of plugins. I'm like, and plugins are funny because they're the most skeuomorphic. They literally look like the synthesizer. Okay. They're like 3D rendered. Like they're, they're very cool looking. They're very cool looking, but you see the keys move as you hit the keys. Sure, like it's sure, sure. utterly ridiculous. The knobs are like the knobs in 1985. The knobs, just to be clear to everyone, because you're, you're moving fast, the knobs on the screen are turning as you turn the knobs. Yes. Okay. So then I started to look around. And so there's a company that is really interesting. There's a couple that are really interesting. There's, I mean, there's Yamaha, which makes synthesizers and motorcycles in case you need both on it. Like, sure. In case yeah. you're the coolest guy ever, yeah. you might need both on the same day. Kawasaki makes cu subway cars. Yes, exactly. Right. So just the, there's those. And then there's like old classics like Roland and Korg. These are famous like hundreds, thousands of employees. Yeah. And then there's, uh, and we'll talk about those in a sec, but there is this company that I've been keeping an eye on that makes a lot of the great retro synth plugins, and it's called Arturia. It's a French company. Okay. First of all, their software is good. So wait, just so I understand, they don't make hardware. They do. That's what's mind-boggling. So they make hardware and software. Yes, and they make mixing. They, they, I have a mixer that they created that uh -huh. is beautiful. It's called the 16 rig, and it brings in all the audio and so on. It has a nice interface. Okay. I have their plugins. 
And then I have their um, little utility keyboard. It's called the the Keystep Pro. That's like yeah. a, it, it lets you sort of like yeah. It, it sort of partners with your DAW and lets you play keys because I'm again I'm learning my yeah. keyboard skills. Yeah. So I just talked about a company that is in like three major categories, but isn't like a Microsoft or Google. Like they're shipping really good hardware. They're shipping really good software, and okay. they're shipping it across in this one range, which is music. Yeah. But it's actually of very good quality at a reasonable price. That is really remarkable that that's going on. And we're so focused on the giants that we forget to look. Like, Korg makes really good software and really good hardware. Like, you know, it's just sort of, so does Roland. Like, it's wild. I mean, it's interesting you're, you're focusing on music because that's where your hobby is right now. Yes. But there are many wonderful, great software companies that burrow deep into a niche and yes. create great experiences, like just great software. This is what right? I'm getting at, right? And the fact that they're able to cross the line between hardware and software is really... It's very impressive. Maybe not Renaissance, but what the hell? Like, that's yeah. very cool. It is very cool. It is very cool. What the hell are you doing? What do you mean? Are you going to join a band? No. Are you going to put music on Bandcamp? No. Why not? Because wait, wait, no. Let me keep guessing hmm. what you're doing. We had a podcast last week where you talked about how 2024 is going to be just this sort of roller coaster, messy world. And, you know, and since, now we have a podcast this week. week. That I don't, we haven't disproved that since last we week. We haven't That's disproved still, that since last week. It's a big election year. There's wars around the world. The world's yeah. messy. My argument, my counter was it's always been messy. We sure. just get to watch it sure. now. And now we're recording a podcast, and you are talking about synthesizer software on the Mac. It's a hobby you've gone deep into, and I'm happy you have, mm -hmm. by the way, yeah. as your friend. What are you doing? I'm just enjoying the aesthetics of a thing. It's the same as going to a museum for me. And this is my nerdy aspect. Are you producing anything? No. So you're not a you're not, no, but a museum is you you're a passive observer. Here you're interacting, correct? You are not a participant. You're truly not a good observer, critic, analyst, okay? Mm. I am never going to be a really good interpreter understanding of oil painting because I have never tried to paint in oil. Got it. You want to touch it and understand it. And look, there's another context here. I am, was a successful writer. I've had tremendous success in my career more than most people. I'm very lucky. Yeah. There's other things that I failed at as a writer. Like it's, it's, it's always a mixed bag, right? Sure. But I, I can tell you, I can look at what people are writing and I know what they're doing. I know how they craft their paragraphs and we don't, we don't talk about it because it is way down in the weeds. Yep. But like, I'm a very actually intense critic of prose. There's very little I can read and just enjoy at this point. Mm. But I love that. I actually love knowing how the system works. And you're learning the system. I am. I'm learning how music works. And so where did I end up going? I ended up going back to music theory. And I'll tell you what. I, I've always wanted to understand classical music a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I've, and I've tried. And it's just a lot of notes, man. It's a lot of notes. Yeah. But I can hear the notes because I've been practicing piano for half a year. So suddenly, Mozart, you know, Piano Concerto 11, which was is the one, it's like, it, it, it always sounded like kind of jaunty. And now I can hear what's going on and yeah. I can read the score. Yeah. And there was this secret knowledge. Now, is this relevant, important knowledge for a world headed towards catastrophe? Not really. No, but I want to take everything you're saying and synthesize it with last week's podcast okay. and, and, and give out a piece of advice. Good. There is a 
pretty popular Instagram account. There's many, by the way. Little Michaela, the 3D rendered. Not that. Not that at all. It's essentially Japanese woodwork. Oh yeah. Where they 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 create these weird joints because they don't use nails. You know, I like and the guys who fix the old toys. There's a lot of this. Yes. Right and. They're pretty mesmerizing, and they're very popular, right? It's like, I'm going to take this old rug and make it new again. And it sort of has these quick cuts where they show all the work that goes into it. Or I'm going to create this really unique joint that's going to bring these two pieces of wood together. And it's not like there's this big grand finale. It's just people working. The wood comes together. This is in contrast to trying. And what has happened is, I think we're finding these little pockets in our feeds as sort of moments of sort of zen and solace, right? Like, because everything is so intense and so hot that when you see someone calmly working on a bonsai tree or chiseling a joint, we find peace in it. And I think what you have done is you have said, how about I come out of that feed entirely Mm -hmm. and I work on the wood myself Mm -hmm. because it brings me peace. And I think that's what I'm hearing. And boy, there's an entire world of software out there it could not, it doesn't have to be software, by the way. It could be gardening. For me, it is gardening. Like, interesting. Sure, I get that. It could be soft, but there is software out there that is welcoming, inviting, zen, in that there is no noise. There's no static. Well, you know, it's fascinating. So I bought, Ableton is a perfect example. Some of the world's top producers use Ableton Live, and they market yeah. that way. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's in every studio, and songs that you know and like are 100%, producer, right? Yeah. So you could approach it that way, and you could approach it. And that, this is always in the back of my I sit down at the piano, and I'm like, I'll never be as good as, and it's sort of whoever I was listening to. Yeah. Yuja Wong, right? Yeah. Just the, she's, yeah. she's the fastest player in the West. Like, yeah. just so good. I've seen her, yeah. She, it's just like it's the wild. fingers just are blurry, right? Yeah. And perfect precision and so on. And yeah. so I sit there, and I go, I'll never be that good. I'm a million miles away from that. It's you're not a, trying to be. No, but it's like, you know, sometimes you ride your bike, and you're like, I'm just not Lance Armstrong. Like, that is radiated in your brain. Yeah. So you can look at it and interpret Ableton Live two ways. It is a tool for me to learn about the world, or it is a tool for me to find success in the world. Hmm. Explain that. Because you don't mean commercial success. Well, maybe I do, or maybe I mean that it's going to get me out into the world. and like. Oh, gonna, oh I see, yeah. Like, but I love software on its own, like in the same way I love going to a museum. You're not looking to sell out a show. I, I don't want any of that. You I don't know, want any of I it. know working musicians. I don't want any of what they've experienced, because it reminds me of the worst days of being a writer. You want to build craft and the satisfaction of making little baby steps. Yes. And it is an escape from what software has become for so many people, which is this immensely noisy place. It's also really hard, and we've made software so easy and so cheap and so free that there's an element of paying for something and getting value out of it that seems almost radical in the other direction. Everyone likes to yell the word capitalism. Yeah. But like when you actually get back to the root of it, which is I'd like to buy this goods and this good or service for money. Yeah. And then it's mine. Yeah. Like this is yep. now my software. Yeah. It's your tool. It's my tool to do nothing that anybody thinks matters. Right. And so I sit there and, you know, I'm trying to improve my finger speed. Why? Because then I can play a little faster and I can learn more. Yeah. Are you retired? No, because I kind of work for at least eight hours a day. I'm writing the copy for the website. Like I'm very, I I actually, I I was looking for this balance. Like I need to ride my bicycle, play piano and work really hard on a board as, and be a dad. I'm a little envious of you. Well, your hobby is like music listening. 
And no, but also I, I'm I'm I I tend to drown in the work. I yes. tend to go to the work all the way. Yes, and I I've and told you to many times me. that you actually don't have to. Your brain works fine, and you could take more pauses. Yeah. Or or use it to, to learn other things. There is an element where obsession and grinding does get you things, but you don't differentiate. You're just like unless I'm grinding, I, yeah. I get you get nervous. Yeah, yeah. So that's we're we're always balancing that out. Yeah. I used to be that way, but there gets to be a point where I'm like, I don't know. It's, you know what it is, but you know you, you know what you have locked down. You're like if you don't work out until ten in the morning, it's not a good day for you. It's not. I got to let that steam and out. I was riding my bike over until I had a bad bike accident. And like that, that was really giving me the focus that I needed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I need to find something else like that. So you need like the, but like you do take that time. I do. You do. Coding so, used to be that for me. I, I can't code anymore. I can't code it's anymore. It's too either. big. It's too big. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, the la- I, last thing I coded was my, my video repo in Flask, Python Flask, and it was beautiful. But there's no room in the world for little fun websites anymore. So it's like, what are you going to no, do? You, you can code a bot. That's the thing. You, but I could do what you're doing, which is you're not looking to publish your music. You, you will. I mean, the thing is. I what, don't know if I will because I feel like. Well, actually, what I think is going to happen is. It moves a, so fast. A board is going to take off. That is my instinct. It'll take off in some way that may not be like super commercial hit, but you and I will be sort of we'll be part- busy. We'll be partnering <laughs> with organizations. You'll have to bring your portable. Well, your laptop has the synth software. I brought a little, um, a little tiny keyboard in, and I practice scales during while I'm reading. I, I've seen it, and so I just move my fingers, yeah. helps my fingers. So it'll have That's to great. be honestly, like if I, I and I accept that, like the yeah. way my life works, it'll be like that. This will drift for me because yeah. other things will take up my energy. I like this theme that came out of this podcast which is like because i feel like every time we talk about the internet we talk about how it's ruining us yes <laughs> and and what we're saying here is there's these amazing tools out there my daughter loves final cut pro yeah, never right never l- took a lesson no, my on daughter it. my daughter uses procreate on the on the ipad loves it and and, and i'm so, i think it's so great because it's such a blank slate it's such a place to go learn and not not get caught up in trying to impress your friends on social or read the news or whatever it may be. You know, it's funny. We bought my daughter um, the animation version of Procreate. For oh, I have dreams. Okay, I want to yes. play with dreams. it. Dreams. It cool? It's really exciting. And she, she sort of like, we told her about it. It was for Christmas. So we, we told her about it and she looked at us and she's like, okay. Because she's not down, she's using the app. She's not downstream of endless marketing about it. You and I are. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. participating, and yeah. we just saw, she had no idea what it was because it hadn't been advertised to her because the other experience doesn't advertise, right? <laughs> exactly. And I had this this weird moment where I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 I was absolutely convinced that you live in the same like infosphere <laughs> that I do, and you would because you love this app, you'd be You'll incredibly want excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was just like, I guess so. Yeah. Cool. Like yeah, yeah. that's like she's it's into it, cool. but so. I do want to get back to in my life because here's what's real. Like reading the daily paper in the morning is probably about right. Like 20, 30 minutes of bring it all in, figure it out, figure out how you're going to react for that day. But the in the moment reaction, the constant panic actually just leads to only more panic. It doesn't You just keep going back to it. There's no better consequences. I'd love to see a board used in good, positive, constructive ways to build a better world. I'm not going to do that if I'm just like smashing my head against social media. Right. And I am, I am, frankly, a better thinker and a better partner on this product because I'm playing my piano. I know yeah. that. Like it yeah. is, yeah, I'll, yeah, give, yeah. I'll no, give it up. It's healthier, yeah. I'll give it up at some point because we'll get busy. Yeah. But it's also like healthier is better. TLDR, find a tool that doesn't connect to the internet and go learn it. Yeah, actually, a synth, 
that doesn't connect to the most most yeah. don't most don't That's most right. many tools don't yeah right this has been the aboard podcast i'm rich ziotti i'm paul ford thank you for bringing this fun hobby back to last week's con- uh, context of social collapse We're of putting course it all together. that's what i'm here for <laughs> check out check out aboard.com lots of good exciting things coming we uh, love to hear from our audience hello at aboard.com is a good email to reach us at have a lovely week bye <laughs>